Jenna. And I'm Danica. And I would like to offer a moment of silence and reprieve of listening to me talking so that Jenna can actually start screaming about the whole Chris Harrison thing. Because, like, like, we're waiting for it, right? We're waiting for, like, the parade that Jenna has been preparing for. Oh, my God. Okay. Y'all. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Yes. That the start of your parade was silent and you were just yeah. dancing. Just dancing. I was just like, I, I realized like screaming actually into the microphone is not a thing I should be doing, but uh, I'll do it to the side. Ah! Okay. Yeah. So y'all, I mean, I guess if you've been living under a rock all day and, and if you were, I'm incredibly jealous. Um, I want to eat bugs. <laughs> Chris Harrison was officially officially let go today and not only was he officially let go as host of this beloved shit show of a show but he was also let go as executive producer oh damn pretty key in the whole shebang um and uh yeah so it was kind of a big day um he made a post and like didn't say shit for shit just like love y'all thanks for being here i'm on a new journey or whatever it was very <laughs> It was very where my MAGA head's at. Just, like, I need to know I still have support somewhere. So like, Which, unfortunately, he did. There was the comments section was not a safe space for Jenna. <laughs> so I didn't go into it because um, it was not a safe place for my mental health. Uh, honestly, like, proud of you because I, I don't want any more texts about Bachelor this week. But I will say... Um, I was a little confused about whether he was, like, let go or whether he chose to leave. Like, yeah, I feel like so. I saw, like, different things that different people had posted that mm-hmm. were, like, oh, he got, like, um, kind of, like, hurt about how last mm-hmm. night went and decided that he was done. But that, like, while I would hope that that was the reality, like, it sounds more like they just, like, didn't want to renew his contract and he also had contracts in place so they like kind of were like we'll give you some like please be quiet and go golf money oh and and just a little tiny bit um (laughs) 10 figures of it i guess uh, or eight figures um yeah I, i think it's kind of one of those like chicken or the egg things did he get let go did he leave on his own I don't contract think it, negotiations were oh, made. Yeah. I think that like I do kind of believe in my opinion that they were probably stringing him along to an extent because everyone was just like he'll be back for whatever the bachelor season is. Not Bip, not Michelle, whoever's the bachelor. So it would have been next year. Yeah. Like January and, next year. Yeah, and then I think that they were just kind of leading him on and then when last week news was leaked that there was going to be all these different hosts for Bip and then he wasn't going to be on BIP, I think he was like, okay, we need to actually make this negotiation happen. Fuck you guys. So I do think his ego was hurt at some point. And for that, I say, good. I mean, like, <laughs> that's just, like, a natural human reaction, right? Like, True. Right. Like, also, like, um, fuck ABC, too. <laughs> yes. Th- I hope everyone Everyone's understands. Everyone's wrong. When I'm, yeah, <laughs> like, when I'm, like, happy about this specific case, this specific thing, I hope everyone knows I... I mean, we've talked about it before. It, he is not the root of the problem. He is a branch of many issues that are in ABC's fault, Disney, Bachelor specifically. I mean, there's so many things. But we can't, like, separate the fact that he also just, like, did so many random bad things. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking about it earlier today. It's like, I wish people realized it's not just the, like, Kirkconnell and Lindsay of it all. It's, like, years of, like, inappropriate racist comments online on the show, the sexism, the misogyny, the creepiness. I mean, it's just so many things. But also, what he did, how he spoke to Rachel was horrible. And that alone is <laughs> a consequence he should experience. And also, he's not even experiencing real consequences. He has, like, I'm seeing, like, what, eight to $10 million to mm-hmm. get him to leave. That's... You know, I will leave no any company. No one needs to come to me at all and feel bad for him. I do not want to see a single fucking thing. We can talk about, like, cancel culture and a thing, because I finally listened to You're Wrong About. Thank you. Today, I listened to the newest cancel culture Thank episode, you. and I do have some opinions and thoughts and, like, 
I'm like being a I'm I'm being woken up to how wokeness can be a problem. I get it. Trust me. Do I don't not DM me. <laughs> but <laughs> that scares me because that's not the th- thing I no, got. No. We will talk about this later. But like, yes, but like him specifically. Fuck that. Yeah, I so. I totally understand what you're saying. That was like 30 minutes of panic for both of us being like, what, 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 what? <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I think with him, like, ultimately, um, just, like, if anyone at my particular company wants to cancel me and give me 8 to $10 million, I will happily do something incredibly offensive, like, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will learn how to golf for 8 to $10 million. <laughs> I will be short and tan for eight to ten million dollars. Like, like, I, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, he's gonna. Um, and I mean, this. I mean, this. This kind of stuff happens all the time, though. Like when companies want to evolve and change, and there's a leader who doesn't want to evolve and change, they they leave, and mm-hmm. they are given generally speaking, like, generous compensation packages and new talent gets to come in. This guy's been here for fucking ever. Like, and literally, dude did three minutes of material every 2,500 years. So, like, uh, he's fine. He won, (laughs) honestly. Dude got eight to ten million dollars to shut the fuck up. Do you know how much I want that job? Chris Harrison, pay me to shut up. Well, be careful, Ali. I'll take I'll take half. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just like I I I'm not gonna. Yeah, he. This specific one, <laughs> I, am, I am okay with. I don't know, making memes about and being happy about and not being sad about a man who's not really experiencing any consequences except for one kind of sort of consequence, you know, as far as, like, his ego is bruised and he doesn't get to, I mean, continue to be making tons of money off of the show. He's not going to be getting any residuals, which is key, and he lost his executive producer role. So, um, I mean, there are some consequences to that, and I, yeah, anyway, I'm I'm happy, uh, <laughs> as anyone can see online today. <laughs> but also, like, um, like, we're doing a lot of joking right now. It's... Like, no one's wishing this dude harm. It's just... No. No, no. Uh, we, we just felt a way about how he felt. And I think um, uh, how we feel, generally speaking, is in line with, like, what the Black Charettes, um left on their Instagram. Um, it wasn't a story. It was a, a main grid post, I think, today. And they said, um, our hope in the meanwhile is that he's taken seriously his language, his violence, the gravity of perpetuating falsities, and then... Uh, placating them with scripted apologies and that he sought out real education that can help him break down and dismantle and unlearn um, hoping that his mindset is shifting not out of bitterness but out of genuine curiosity and desire a desire to be better Mm -hmm. and I think that's what we generally speaking want for everybody yes um that we disagree with including ourselves and so like while we joke and like toot toot our dumb white bitch horns you know like (laughs) (laughs) we're hoping for the same growth that we hope for everyone but also just you know like dude got a fuck ton of money to just shut up (laughs) i if i if i realized that paying men was the way to get them to shut up I would be more broke than I already am, but I would be happier, you know, like I would be happier. So I think that's an important lesson for us all to learn. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My new kink is shut the fuck up. And if, um, if anyone else is into that kink and wants to watch me try to do it, I guarantee it's going to be really painful to watch because I have to try so hard to just like be silent. So it'll be worth the money. Like, really, I could do, like, maybe a minute at a time, and it will cost $7,000. Edging. For real. Um, So, aside from that, it's a new season. We've got some new hosts. 
It's very exciting. Um, we're excited to have uh, our bachelor baby at the end of next March because it's nine months of continuous content. And no, I'm not crying. I'm actually vomiting into the microphone. Um, uh, apparently, my usage of Plan B did not work um, because I'm about to have a bachelor baby. Super pregnant. Yeah, and it's probably just going to um, – I mean, I'm hoping good spawn con for the fetus that comes out. Shout out to um, Game of Roses for all that hard-hitting fetus spawn con work they do. Anyway, um, so yeah, we just really wanted to, like, update y'all on some pod stuff. Um, it's a new chapter for us, for our lives, our relationship with each other, um, the podcast – and social media and the show um we we really hope that you stick around to see how it grows and evolves and where you know our what we learn um and just like genuinely thank you for being here now today uh this is our seventh season so i'm feeling very like sentimental about it so thank you so much um yeah i mean we hope that we're both just like in a place where we can have more fun we can talk about the show and we can talk about things that we actually care about and things that we know about. Ding, ding, um, ding. <laughs> <laughs> that we know about uh, while still, like, you know, giving space for y'all to share how you feel, too. Like, the community of it all. Yeah. Um, so if we've learned anything in the past couple years, seasons, it's been that we sometimes disagree with each other. <laughs> um <laughs> I didn't know that because I can't stop talking for long enough to let Jenna actually share her opinion. <laughs> and then it's like midnight and I'm like, oh, can someone edit the pod for me? I'm tired. <laughs> um, but, you know, like sometimes you guys disagree with us too. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all coming um, at this experience from totally different, uh, you know, life experiences, lenses. And shows like The Bachelor are really great and really awful in that um, it's showing us places where we can have more empathy and understanding for different experiences. And as the show evolves, so will we all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still want to give you the opportunity to share your experiences because, you know, like, we're two queer white women and we get some of it, but we don't get all of it. No. And we want to still provide a space for you to share what you think, too. Because if you disagree, honestly, it's fine. It's fine. Or you just want to, like, express yourself and, like, talk about your experience and, and I don't know, get it off your chest or feel like you're being heard by other people. I mean, that's what's key about that, right? Like, we mm-hmm. love that about podcasting. It's like we, we get to be heard and seen, you know? Mm-hmm. So we want our, like, listeners, people who, like, are in our community to feel that way. And so, like, we were off of our game a little bit this week because there's just, like, so much to get ready for. But we absolutely are going to continue to have the portion of the podcast in the future, um, sorry, next week, where we attach at the end recordings from listeners who um, want to submit their takes and experiences. Um, all are welcome, of course, but marginalized communities and folks to the front. You know the drill. Um, submissions can be sent in writing form to our email, um, daycard.podcast at gmail, or through an audio format, um, I set up a voicemail so everyone can like leave a little voicemail. We'll record it and put it in that podcast. Um, they can be anonymous or they can have your name and your Instagram handle if you'd like to. But again, they can be totally anonymous. Um, just make sure when you're recording it, you either say your name or you don't. Um, and yeah, just you can. But just so know that <laughs> any points of views that we deem to be racist, sexist, misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, ableist, or anything else will not be tolerated. Um, And then if we slip up, either on the podcast or by letting in a a recording, just let us know, you know, you know where to find us. (laughs) You know where I'm at literally all day. (laughs) Um, And then Nisi, you are still allowed to cyber bully me as of this season. Uh, thanks for sticking around for all of that we are once again 15 minutes in and haven't started the fucking show Um, and just so you know one of us is feeling manic today perhaps too a little bit yeah I was pretty I was on one today 
Um, <laughs> That's for fucking sure. So it's going to be a fun show <laughs> for y'all this evening. Um, so getting around to the actual podcast, mm-hmm. um, if y'all remember the beginning of the last season, I hope no one does because I think I was on one again. Um, <laughs> when am I not on one? When have I started an episode just like, I feel really calm and competent today and like, I'm doing a good job. Uh, I mean, never. when you're like very severely depressed, you're, I guess, like a little bit more chill, but. <laughs> you have hurt my feelings in a way I will never recover from. <laughs> I'm, of course, joking, but um, you know how I. I, no, I've never done this before. I sometimes get hyper fixated on stuff. What? And last season I was hyper fixated on that EW reporter. That was rude. Like Very the, rude. the quotation marks felt like violence. And I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. And I really came after her. And I think I'm sorry, but I reading it again today, I don't know that I am sorry. So um she may or this is me doing good journalism she may or may not be one of the people who is very big mad about chris being replaced (laughs) because the intro of the story was just like um yeah the season of the bachelor is nothing we've ever had before um and it was like the I don't know, like, she was mad about the voiceover that happened and was mad about, you know, like, Chris Harrison can make doll drama sound intriguing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you saying? Um, And she's very mad that he's the voiceover guy sounds like a fake movie trailer announcer. Um, Anyway, still mad at her. And she's still very much a Chris Harrison stan. Uh, just is, is this the person who is behind the account that shall not be named? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's a, it's hard because we can't even call it like a Voldemort account because J.K. Rowling's a turf, so it has it's just a different kind of evil. It's just a super yeah super fun super fun time. Um, it's just uh, ew.com <laughs> you know. <laughs> Is the official Voldemort of our podcast, but oh, but but we are back. We are back, despite what that reporter probably wants. I feel like she's going to be ready to go on her own merry way. You know, don't I also hurt you. I also don't think we're important enough for her to mm-hmm. be concerned about us. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, nothing's changed there. <laughs> um, we're back in for the same kind of bullshit, basically. Yes. Strap in. What is okay? The 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 title of our notes are Katie Thirst Strap. In it to get it, baby. <laughs> I hate you so much. So yes, Katie, welcome back. Um, welcome back, the ultimate pleasure queen with the most mediocre equipment. Relatable. <laughs> this is why I like her. She's just like mm, maybe the cheapy. I don't know. That's fine. It's fine. No one's told me different, and I come sometimes. Hey, that's all we can ask for. Katie, no dry bushes here. (laughs) I don't know about that. I'm sweating my fucking ass off in here. (laughs) Um, And also, like, aside from Katie, welcome back our sweetest friends, Taisha and Absolute Laugh Factory, Caitlin Bristow, who, like, truly... Um, like, I love this about her. It's, like, one of my favorite things about her. That laugh needs to be, like, checked. <laughs> I did a perfect impression of it last night. Now, now I don't think I can pull it, but... Should you... <laughs> no, that's no? not it. Fuck. What was that? I don't know. I think Andrew could do it maybe the best out of all oh, of true. us. Yeah. Andrew also has an unhinged laugh that, like, when people meet Andrew for the first time... They will talk to me later and be like, oh, yes, I remember Andrew, the laugh. And that's, like, all he's heard his entire life. <laughs> no, I, love, I love his laugh. I love, I love it. it. It's very contagious, and so is Caitlin's. That was not at all to make fun of her. I mm-hmm. think it's great. Um, but this made, like, the whole 
uh, start of the season feel like a femme like slumber party instead mm-hmm. of you know like the hellish nightmare that exists when your dad is like watching your friends and they can't tell if he's a pervert or if your dad is a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was so viscerally real. <laughs> Shit. This is how we know we've been through enough trauma to stop podcasting and go to therapy. <laughs> God, that really hit me in a spot. <laughs> but I mean, like, in this situation, it, or like a few seasons ago, at least your dad was a billionaire. <laughs> <instead of> tra- <laughs> God, I wish. I'd be like, it's fine. Because <laughs> we all have ponies. <laughs> at least I can eat <laughs> if my dad is a billionaire. <laughs> this is what we call... <laughs> Listeners, this is what we call trauma laughing. <laughs> I'm dying. And the worst thing is that the next sentence in the script is, and now we meet the man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I'm so sweaty. I'm going to die. Okay. Oh, my God. Usually we don't get this messy till the end. <laughs> all mess all when I said new season it's just going to be messy. Shorter episodes, a full mess. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Okay, so yes, now it's time to meet the men. Um Oh. Okay, wait, no, no, no. So I saw a lot of discourse today about people Talking about other people having discourse about how much they disliked Caitlyn and Tasha specifically because of the laughter and good times. And I was like, could the internal misogyny be any more louder? And I know that's saying something considering the franchise we are recapping. But like, I just was like, okay, just like, tell me you don't like women without telling me you don't like women. Lord! Uh, no, they can't even do that. They just have to tell you, I don't like women. And it's coming from, like, our parents, basically. Oh, like, I I did see a bunch of tweets like that, too, where someone was just like, I really like, you know, Tasha and Caitlyn's vibe. Like, just something as innocent as that. And then just, like, a bunch of, like, you know, uh, like, what the fuck is that guy's name from Les Mis that's, like... It's basically prisoner eight four six zero one or whatever. <laughs> That's everyone's Twitter handle. Is just like I hate women talking and having fun and chatting and like it's just so weird because I mean they weren't doing anything other than like peeking through a window and like kind of gossiping mm-hmm. and y'all are doing a lot worse and by y'all I mean us. Um, it's just such a weird like. My- my favorite thing is, like, people were like, oh, he just, like, made the show more classy. And I was like, bing, 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 the word classy. You are completely discrediting these two women, one of which is a black woman, you know. And, like, you're just by saying that they're not classy for, what, existing and having the audacity to smile and giggle and still do their job. And I... Also, y'all don't fucking watch anyway. Like, I'm sorry. Like, 90% mm-hmm. of y'all don't fucking watch. And that's... It, it's Good for just, you. <laughs> yeah. Ha- help me. Um, <laughs> help me try to fix that. Um, it, it's just such a weird situation. Like, how are you so loud about something you're not participating in? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stupid bitch. Like... No, seriously. And I mean, like, just, like, saying, like, responding to someone that just said, I liked this thing with, mm-hmm. I hated it, and you're the worst person I've ever met before. Okay. And? Well, on that on that amazing podcast I listened to today, uh, the You're Wrong About, mm-hmm. what's the woman's name? Oh, don't make me look bad. I don't, I don't know okay. their names. Sarah. 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 Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall, yeah. She was like, yeah, uh, it's just like Twitter is the worst kind of thing because you, you tweet. So my favorite three bagels are blueberry, cinnamon, and 
everything. And then somebody's like, you forgot about poison, you know, poppy seed or whatever. Poison. Poison, poison bagel. <laughs> and also, like, fuck you, Sarah. Everything yeah. bagels are the best. No, but see, that's her point. No, I know. <laughs> she's like, no, these are my three favorites. Why are somebody commenting in there about poppy seed erasure when I'm just trying to talk about what the bagels I like, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's Twitter in a nutshell right there. The amazing power of, like, not for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be mm-hmm. amazing if not for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Mm. And, like, literally, like, I'm sorry. We've had, what, two, three months off. People are still big mad about Chris for mm-hmm. some reason. We've had three months off. If you're still that heated about... Like, like, why are you still there? Mm-hmm. Haven't you forgotten yeah. about it yet? Yeah. I forgot yeah. about my job last week. <laughs> what? They just, they just want to. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Bizarre. They're going to watch. Um, It's fan behavior. And they are true. watching. <laughs> yeah. Because who will harass us if not for? Yeah. The Karens. So, yes, let's get to, uh, speaking of not for me, let's talk about the men. <laughs> Um, (laughs) we get, like, introduced to, like, some of the men beforehand, like we always do. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, like, musicians, we have math teachers, we have furries and cats enthusiasts, which is specifically put in there for me and Jenna. Um, they're really gonna test the no kink at pride thing for us. (laughs) Um, you know, pride is for straight families only. Thank you. Officially. No furries allowed. Um, we have a couple of, like, painters who are putting them on their vision boards and mm-hmm. other aspiring artists. We have uh, Kevin, the fireman's replacement <laughs> from Canada, um, which they naturally have to replace, as do they have to replace Clay. Yes. Who is named with- Andrew. Yes, with Andrew. Mm-hmm. So I love him and I'm confused by him, which is also how I feel about my fiance. We have naturally a virgin who I'm going to talk about for the rest of my life about, I think if I were to go back to school, this would be my dissertation. Like, why is he here? Yeah, Uh, the concept of putting a virgin on... Not this only this type season. of show, but this season specifically. But also the show of <laughs> this season specifically. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Just today, this season, why is he there? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, you know, like some people that are like good, though. Yeah, like good people. We have Trey. Trey, who's amazing. Simply the best. Just. Mm. Yes, we have Greg, who I said. <laughs> Uh, it reminded me of Andrew, looks like Zach Braff, mm-hmm. and kind of became America's sweetheart, except for the people that are just, like, for some reason, just looking at the Bachelorette tag and, like, responding with whatever they want. And, <laughs> yeah, I think we have, like, a good cast of guys this we season. Good, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not horribly mad already, so that's a good sign. Um, and Katie doesn't look very mad either, but she does look incredibly nervous. And we were saying last night that we were thinking, like, is that because she, like, genuinely didn't know who was going to show up? Yeah. Like, Like, as far as, like, guys and as far as host, too. Yes. Because, like, through just, like, rumor mills Mm -hmm. and, like, with how quickly they moved into, like you know, like, production of all of this stuff. I think it wasn't clear until, like, very late in the game who was going to host the show. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I, I I knew just based on, like, yeah, watching, like, things online, like, very leading up to it, they hadn't made a decision. Or they weren't telling us, at least. And that mm-hmm. seemed very interesting to me. Like, we weren't seeing... In fact, we saw, a, like, a paparazzi photo of Chris, like, in L.A., not in New Mexico. And I was like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> So, like, it's very, uh, not obvious, but it was a very real possibility that she might have thought, 
Which we know based on like her tweets before her phone was taken away that she did not want Chris to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I that- stan. I love. <laughs> you gotta no. love somebody who could tweet a little like subtweet, you know, just like a little subtweet like, hey, just so you know, don't really love the vibe of this particular sir. I didn't know that there was something better than unionizing until <laughs> I saw that tweet and I was just like, oh. Oh, the power that has. But literally, like, first of all, I admired that tweet so much. Second of all, just like, I think it could have been like totally. Po- and this is just, you know, like me projecting. Like, I think she might not have known like who mm-hmm. the guests were going to be just depending on like the schedule or something. Yeah. 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 Like, I think she knew that Chris was because she like said little like things like, I'm going to be doing this alone or whatever. So I think she assumed that maybe Chris wasn't going to be there. But yeah, like, would she literally do it kind of by herself? Like, honestly, you don't even need a host. Just put a fucking, like, Alexa in the middle of the room and you're fine. Um, But, like... (laughs) Another horrifying reality to go from Chris to Alexa. (laughs) But seriously, like, I I think it was just like, it seemed just like a cute... Mm -hmm. thing and like i i mean like i think if they do like move on like it might be nice to just like not to make everything more like you know gender like confined or whatever but i do really think the dynamic is weird to have like someone your dad's age talking to you about Mm -hmm. who you should be dating Mm -hmm. or not dating Mm -hmm. versus like someone who's been through the process before Mm -hmm. talking to you so like i mean like it doesn't have to be like a a thing where, like, Tasha and Caitlin replace him completely. No, no. But just, like, bring in, like, some recent people to come in and, like, talk to them about their experience there. Like, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. Like, sign them on for a season and find someone else if you have to, if they're not available next season. And, like, maybe, like, yeah, if it's gonna be continue to be, like, straight casting, just, like, hire a person who's a dude to come talk to the dudes and hire a person who's the gals Mm -hmm. to come talk to the gals or like bring them in and out or something like there was no reason for it to ever be just chris alone no giving like such basic nothing advice or there was no advice famously when hannah brown was freaking out because the men were treating her like utter trash and he looked her dead in her eyes and said Oh, they're only treating you like this, dear, because they love you. Like, get the fuck out with that utter (laughs) abusive, gaslighting, manipulative shit. Anyway, not to say. Anyway. Oof. Okay. So, yeah. Um, they, they sh- Taisha and Caitlin show up and it's amazing. They drive in a little hot, like, car. I love it. <laughs> Chris Harrison could never. Um, and they have a little conversation. It was cute. At one point, Taisha says, like, I ended up with Zach and he was not even my top pick on night one. And so that was pretty cute. It makes me feel good because Katie kind of through the rest of the episode is very vague about if she likes a single one of these people. <laughs> and so am I. <laughs> it's- it's really hard to tell. And, um, I mean, y'all heard our first impressions mm-hmm. about the guys last week, so we don't want to just, like, solely repeat. Yeah. Y'all watched the episode, and if you didn't, um, why are you listening to our podcast? But mm-hmm. also, like, we wanted to do a segment just at the beginning called Cheers and Jeers and Beers, where... <laughs> Uh, We're just a little drunker than we were before we started this podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, we share our top three as of last night. That's Katie's glass. Oh, God, I didn't get ice cubes. That's That's fine. I'm I'm doing enough for everybody. Here's some tomatoes that I have on my desk. (laughs) Perfect. I'm such a shitty mess. I'm going to die. Okay, okay. So, cheers and jeers and beers is we talk about some of the guys that we think might actually make it through Katie's season and or people we like for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think um, there's a mix of both here. And I don't know if we've picked the same people. So, uh, get prepared, folks. (laughs) So, this is, again, just like... These are the dudes that made us yuck or yum. Uh, 
there's a lot of dudes on this season, generally <laughs> 30. speaking. 30. <laughs> and as an overall statement, the menswear in this season is making me sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this in advance because I mm-hmm. won't get a cover at all this episode. People are still going sockless with loafers and capris. They have just like really, really tight fits where I'm like, it doesn't look bad and I'm interested, but also I'm scared about it breaking. <laughs> and I truly think funky socks are becoming a sign of conservatism. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't have any proof about this, but I'm just on high alert. Yeah, so, no, yeah agreed. Hard, hard agree on that one. <laughs> Like if you if I see a pretzel in a sock, I'm a little bit, I'm just. It's gonna be a side eye for me for a little bit until Thank I you. T- have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> for me, I really liked Connor. Connor mm-hmm. is the math teacher who just seems weird. Um, <laughs> he's the math teacher. And he was shown at the beginning of the episode playing naked ukulele in a hot hot tub. and Or no, not even in a bathtub. Yeah, I think it was a bathtub, yeah, which was even... Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, listen, I would never allow that to happen around me. <laughs> uh, but I think that Katie likes a goofy person. Yeah. And I do, too. And... Mm-hmm. I would allow this, like, as a joke. (laughs) Um, If this were a regular thing, though, I'd be like, um, can you not around me? Thank you. Um, (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, I loved him, too, to be honest. Um, Yeah, maybe, like, not for us, but cute for her, I feel. Yeah. Um, Shockingly, I am still a huge fan of Marcus, my future husband, um, his exit from the limo was completely forgettable, but his smile isn't, um, and I'm here for it. Like, honestly, we didn't see much of him last night, but he's so awkward and cute, and yeah, I'm gonna, those eyebrows. <laughs> I'm going to call you out for no. finding someone who is just in your area. <laughs> Hot locals in your area now. <laughs> no, I thought he was like totally acceptable which is honestly fine for this show i think i think that means he's better than the show i think that means like that's why i like him is he's he's better than what the show deserves is what i'm saying again the los angeles leakers thing is going to be a problem for our house but Mm -hmm. we'll get over it someday so back for me oh god i have to find another one i like um I'm going to be basic and go the Greg route. But I will say that before I saw Greg today, I had already liked Greg. Mm -hmm. Because he really does, like, remind me of Andrew a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, like, I personally think, like, y'all can disagree, but, like, Andrew's the love of my life. So, um, I... Watch out, Jenna. <laughs> You're in our wedding party. You're such a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you should be happy I'm not trying to steal him. This, okay, this is a different conversation. This was for <laughs> later in the podcast. You're so, God, can you just, like, stay on topic? My God, our fight was supposed to be for later. So, you nasty bitch. But Andrew was very uh, excited to see that. He has a doppelganger on the show. And then, and by excited, I mean he was scared and mad. He kept screaming all the time. And then he kept screaming, Greg is my dad's name. Yeah. Over and over again. And I was like, dude, we all have daddy issues. You're not special, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But literally, I'm just, like, putting all these pieces together, hoping that it's for Katie, because I need confirmation that this kind of person is for somebody else. That's true. And also, I put in my notes and the pasta, and I don't even know what that's about. He has a, he gave her a pasta necklace from his niece. Oh, that was so cute. It was cute. I know. 
But like, also, I'd throw that away. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not gonna keep that. No, I I would put it in a boiling pot of water. Eat that shit up. Yum yum. Like one of those like candy necklaces. Yeah, exactly. Just eating raw pasta off of a candy <laughs> necklace, I think, is what Andrew and I's shtick is going to be at our wedding. Actually, <laughs> very Griffin McElroy of you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so for me next, um, Andrew S. Clay's cousin. <laughs> he made me feel something, and that's impressive because I have no soul and don't believe in love. <laughs> um, but he made me feel a little something. Uh, he's very sweet. He had this fake accent, um, and then which was did it for me majorly. And then when I found out it was fake, I was still here for it. Surprisingly, um, and their their connection together, their little spark in chemistry, really did something for me. And he's 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 an attractive man. I I think she vibed with him like super mm-hmm. well. I also vibe with how you're trying to get Nisi not to bully you. Okay, um, wow, that's really inappropriate. Um, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but we also had, like, a couple of other people that we thought were cool, hot, and beautiful. Like, yes, I agree Justin, with these ones. Justin's hot. Courtney's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think Trey is really fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, we're getting into, like, the skin crawly dudes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to start I, – I realized I did my notes wrong a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, he's not a skin crawly person, but the guy that brought, um, the blow up doll is officially Adam, who famously <laughs> married Raven. <laughs> famously. <laughs> and he simply brought adult baby Adam. Like, how, he's grown so much, you know? Disgusting. I... I disgust her. <laughs> I disgust her. Um, for the people that made my skin crawl, mm-hmm. obviously skin salesman who mm-hmm. to me looks like a Bob Odenkirk character, like looks <laughs> like one, like before I even saw that he brought a trailer, <laughs> what the hell and fuck. And he ended up being the guy that brought a trailer. Mm-hmm. Which, he, I don't mind a trailer. I, no, it's not the trailer. It's the... That Bob Odenkirk was on that f- fucking meth show. Why can't I remember anything ever? Breaking meth Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do him any favors. And, he, like, to be honest, like, when you look at his skin, it looks like he's stealing it for himself. <laughs> Well, he has to, Danica. You see how big his jaw is. I watched it again today, and the jaw is literally the size of, like, a size 10 boot on his fucking face. No, I know. I'm and just... I'm like, yeah, he needs skin grafts for that. Like, what the fuck? Like, I will buy your skin, but I'm not going to tell you where I'm selling it. And he's not <laughs> selling it. He's just putting it on. Uh, it's like that gum bridge, you know, like in Seattle or something where people like oh, no. stick all their gum on and he's just like, I'll take any skin. <laughs> I'll have it all. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I really disliked him. I also disliked, uh, not as much, but I didn't like the guy. I don't remember his name. He had a dog that was named Tommy, like Katie's cat's named Tommy. And he has a kid. And he just was, like, really too intense for me. He's just going to be a problem throughout the season, I can tell, in a way that's going to be like, I just, I don't know why I came here if I'm not going to get any time. You know, I left my kid. and I don't know. And it's fine. I get kids are important, I guess. But... Um, so he's just like Yosef and yeah, different. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think maybe as aggressive. I gosh, I hope not. But... Dude, he's just Yosef in a skin salesman suit. <laughs> no, it's a different. Man. No, it's a different guy. But he sold him different skin. <laughs> oh shit! That's he needs it. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Oof. <laughs> and then we both disliked Hunter. Hunter. I. Here's what I had to say about Hunter. I don't know. I'm sure you're a fine and normal and decent dude. Something just was not right. Like, Hunter was famously the person who was not a horse dude in our previous episode. 
And last night, I think for no reason whatsoever, I went to horse dude status. Mm-hmm. And just like the fact that he likes people I, I watching, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get behind what Hunter was doing. No, no, can't. And he was also very kind of like, what am I doing? Am I, need, I need time. I need time. I, need, I just, those guys don't vibe for me for the rest of the season. There's just always like an air of like desperation that makes me feel uncomfortable. He also kind of looked like the kid from like Shark Boy and Lava Girl to me. And I was like, <laughs> you're not old enough for this show. <laughs> Taylor Lautner? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, I just hurt your feelings very badly. I'm so no, no, sorry. No, no, no. I'm Team Edwards, so Jacob can suck rocks. Um, <laughs> I really no, did good. not even, like, think about the connection but you're, with that. You're, you're correct, though, so. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, there's some teeth. Okay, here's the thing. This is going to make us sound like assholes. What? There's teeth there with Hunter. Oh. But it's not the teeth. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. We have our own teeth crush this season. Mm-hmm. Tooth crush. Tooth crush. <laughs> I have tooth two tooth crush. crushes. Teeths, tooth crushes. Tooth crush. We are we so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last one, I think. I think it's the same for both of us, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, major. Wow. Uh, so Mike the Virgin, which mm. is going to be a show probably on Barstool Sports <laughs> next year. Um, really, I feel like it's enough said, but I actually did want to kind of have a nuanced conversation about the like virgin whore dichotomy on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think this was necessary to create drama because clearly two dudes – you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. Create a drama out of thin air. Mm-hmm. If you just leave people in a room, drama <laughs> will happen. We don't need the virgin whore thing yeah. all the time. Yeah. And somehow, you know, with the dudes on this show, at least so far, with what we can tell from, like, Colton. um, And Luke. Are we going to include Luke? Oh, Luke? yeah. We can. Luke, Luke. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you, yeah. yes, but, like, when the lead is a virgin, mm-hmm. the the conflict is different. Mm-hmm. It's always feels like people respect the lead when they're a virgin, even mm-hmm. if they're not. Mm-hmm. And then when it's the opposite, where the lead is sex positive or, um, you know, like, uh, like with, like Hannah, I mean, she Hannah. Jesus loves her, but she still had sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with Katie, it's like these people look like they're trying to like evangelize or like figure out like why they're fucking other people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, well, if you <laughs> knew, why the fuck did you go on this show? Mm-hmm. It really, really, really like pisses me off. I have no problem. With people who are evangelical and are respective or respect other people's beliefs. Mm -hmm. It's when they go on to a show, which to me, it seems like this guy clearly has, like trying to change other people's point of view or just be on there because he's going to gain some points in the evangelical community for like making a mess where he doesn't belong. And then he gets to do all of these things where he's like you know what, woke Bachelor Nation shit all over me because all I was trying to do was, like, tell her what I thought about, like, a life that, like, I had no desire to be a part of. That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's just so fucking gross. Like, obviously you saw the show last season. Yeah. So if we're really talking about not here for the right reasons, which is a lot of what people talk about mm-hmm. in the more conservative spirit like spheres that watch this show. Mm-hmm. Um, why did he fucking apply? Yeah, and why, why is he gonna get a pass for for that community? You know, for <sighs> and same what? with Maddie. Like, I really like. I don't have anything against her specifically. It's just like you knew what you were signed up for, and this and it. It's just unfair. I get. I don't know. Or like you, you said it best. Like, just get. You're getting into a space that like. 
to make a mess of things when it's just kind of not necessary. I think it might have even been different with Maddie, though, because it was when times were, like, normal-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, she might not have known that Pilot Pete was going to be the next one because we thought mm-hmm. it was going to be mm-hmm. Mike. Mike. I think <laughs> Mike is a little bit more, like, spiritual, maybe. True. Like, I don't true, really true, true. know. I don't know yeah. anymore how Pilot Feet thinks about things. But Yeah. No. Yeah. With this point. one... It was, like, pretty fucking clear that it was going to be Katie. And Katie's been pretty clear about who she is this whole time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's just, like, this one stray dude. Right. That's, like, oh. And, like, just here to truly cause, like, a hissy fit and then leave. <laughs> and like, that's drama. all he's going to do. And it's funny because um, my that's friend Molly... Bad. My friend Molly and I were talking today about it. Um, Molly watches, I think, on Hulu after the episode airs. Mm -hmm. And Molly was talking about he was kind of just put in to, like, sort of placate the conservative, like, bachelor people. Oh, my God. Yes. Because they no longer had, like, the host thing to cling to. Oh, my God. And now we're just, like... (sighs) kind of worried that mm-hmm. this will become a thing again. Like, we get a couple seasons where there's, like, quote-unquote woke folks. And not, you know, I'm not saying that toward Katie, obviously, but just, like, we get some libs and then we get a bunch of conservatives again because it's the only <laughs> way we're going to make fucking money off of this thing. But, like, this dude doesn't belong there. No. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so he's... Literally either there because they're hoping that Bachelor Nation will cling to somebody and Mm -hmm. he was the guy that they need to keep on for as long as possible in order to keep them rooting for somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, I I don't know what else. Or they did it just to torture the audience and Katie. And him. (laughs) All things are probably true. Um, <laughs> Multiple things can be true at once. We said it. First one of the season. Yes, baby. <laughs> and I said it, no less. <laughs> yeah. See, Jenna's learning. <laughs> I'm going better. <laughs> uh, um, so. Yeah, do you have any other thoughts about Mike the Virgin? No, other oh. than I just absolutely um, am concerned about like the necklace it's a little too big i feel like there's coke in it um but good for him then that's the only positive about him yeah is that <laughs> he was smart in his packing it's so true <laughs> uh, normally the guys just put it in their protein powder um containers but he put it or, in his cross yeah meat packages <laughs> which sounds like something else but it's actually just lunch meat mm-hmm. um <laughs> Yeah. Speaking so, of meat. Yeah, speaking of meat, there's beef. <laughs> Why? And what what the fuck happened? <laughs> I actually don't know that I know the answer to this. Nope. Um and I rewatched it. There is no answer. No. Um, so from what I got from trusted sources at stupid media outlets, um, <laughs> It was also not conclusive. So, like, we're not just not getting it. Mm -hmm. Like, it truly just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, Basically, something weird is going on on the patio. We cut to Aaron. Uh, Again, I'm looking at my, like, notes for this because I don't know any of these people's names. Um, Like, the has one tattoo guy (laughs) and his biggest fears are rats. Um. So Aaron is on the patio giving Cody a short zipper salesman uh, the the business. Like, I, I don't know. There's too many people in this. Seemingly out of nowhere, he says, I don't like you, bro. Like, I've never liked you, Huff's Aaron. Like, it's not my fault that I don't like you. Uh, which sounds like an argument we would have, just, like, crying and out of kindness. Literally. And then Cody's like, if you don't like me, that is your problem. <laughs> okay. It, 
answer. Uh, just absolutely like the biggest, again, they had such gold drama in this season to make the horse guy and the non-horse guy fight. Mm-hmm. But they chose somehow this. Um, but yeah, we tried to, I don't know, Katie is just doing her best to have a good time in what to me seems like a fucking agonizing situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think she understands the fight either. I don't think producers understand the fight. Nobody understood the assignment for a fight in the first episode. Do you want to hear my theory? Yes. This is, I did not even do any research today. My theory is that they know each other from somewhere, like classic two pageant girls, mm. one cup. And these are two um, bros from somewhere, you know, California or some shit. And they know each other. And so it was one of those beefs. But um, they've done, like, a bunch of, you know, audience research. And and we've all said, we don't like that. We don't like that. So they didn't show it to us. They just showed us a clip to, I don't know, I guess to get us talking on our podcast. Because I think they do care about us. <laughs> I, I think they need us to keep talking mm-hmm. because once we shut up, yeah, the show perishes. We, it's good but, for the economy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> we are stimulating the economy more than you. It doesn't hurt, sir. Anybody. It just stimulates the economy. <laughs> um, no, I just I don't understand this beef. Mm-hmm. I don't care to understand this beef. I will not cover it any week of this podcast, and that's my goal. Um, Jenna, this is your talking point. Um, so you need to understand the assignment. Oh, my God. Well, so but, un- unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to some men. Um, yeah, what a, uh, I meant to say um, tragedy, but I almost said relief. Um, so I think that is my true feelings. Um, she sent home Austin Brandon. Gabriel, skin suit salesman, Landon, Marcus, and Marty. Okay, honestly, this is all news to me. I I think I blacked out during this scene because I did I not. Think, <laughs> I don't. I think we were screaming for the first like seventy seconds of the episode, and then I didn't see anything until you left, and I was like, "Why is she leaving? That's so rude." Yeah. What the fuck, bitch. Okay, that's so wild, though. I actually, I was, like, talking a big game about Marcus earlier, and I didn't even realize he left. What is wrong with me? And I spent all day today focusing on Chris Fartson, and I didn't even notice. Oh, okay, well. Well, right. the thing is, you can, like, successfully flirt with Marcus. Mm-hmm. Like, true. he is officially home. Yeah, this is, this and, is like, good news. Tr- You're right, yeah. He's going to try to sell you a house that you absolutely cannot fucking afford. No. And, I mean, we still have that guy that looks like a Schwartzman brother out there in the world, you know? The guy with... You all know what I'm talking about. I don't even need to say his name, but I'm going to. <laughs> just for clarity, because half of my jokes don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I, I need you Brandon. To- oh, thank you. Brandon, the guy that had, like... Schwartzman brother Wes Anderson ass hair. Oh yeah, he's still out there. Oh yeah, him. Um Brent, yeah, Brent, you just said his name. Um <laughs> No, but he got kicked oh. off too, right? No, but Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you're he's gonna still flirt out there with him in the world. And then I'm No, I don't I'm not saying I'm flirting with anyone. Okay. That's you're projecting. Sounds, I'm just saying okay. he's out there for us <laughs> to connect with. <laughs> Maybe he will be our next, um, I don't know, someone who screams, but is weirdly cool online. I would like that. Yeah. I would Mm -hmm. like that. Slide into the DMs. I haven't had anyone slide into the DMs yet from this season. And that is okay. The season is still young. (laughs) It's not okay. And Jenna will cry. Will absolutely talk to me about this probably tomorrow. (laughs) Um, R.I.P. Marty. Um, I know, yeah. Marty, you're... Did your parents do that? Like, <laughs> do you have a longer name? And Martin is fine Yeah. <laughs> for a young person. Marty, somehow, to me, is not. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, again, just to go back to the journalist that I do not like very much, 
Uh, they said, kids, let this be a lesson to you. Bowl cuts can kill relationships. And I would like to once again point out that that is homophobic. <laughs> and you are not welcome at Pride. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ooh, good fucking times. And that's, that's, that's the end of the episode. But then we get an extended preview. Extended preview looks amazing. I actually got very excited about it. There seems to be, like, moments where Katie's having a really good time. Uh, some real intense feelings for a couple individuals. I think I see Andrew in there. Um, Greg, of course. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. And then we see Nick Vial. Oh, my God. I think that was the moment where you just, like, fully died in I my did. house. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. I mean, if you get shot with a bullet, I only know how to do the Heimlich. So, like, how do how do I get that out of you? I have such complicated feelings about Nick. Because, like, when I saw him last night, I, like, screamed fully. And I didn't know whether I was screaming in, like, excitement or terror. And I really do think it was, like, a 50-50 split. Um, yeah. He's still so hot, though. That's the yeah, problem. That's the actual issue is the, the hotness. Um, but, yeah, it, His- really, it, really, it really set me off. <laughs> He's, like, one of those people where when you, like, see him at, a like, an event that you go to again, you, like, look over, and then you're looking at him trying to see if he's looking over at you. And we don't need him. We don't want him. Our confidence has been lifted. I know. I feel better. Also, like... I, I feel better when I don't text him back, you know? Like, I feel better when I don't text him back, but yet... But also, I want him to know that I bought a real bra. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> also, Jenna, I, I don't mean to, since we're at the end of the episode and, like, most people don't make it this far, can I ask you how you feel about the Nick Vial baby rumor oh, not being real? Fuck you! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did Artie put you up to this? Because famously, no. famously, my friend Artie does not listen to the end of the podcast. She's... Okay, she's a, that kind of friend who tells you multiple times, hey, I don't listen to the end of your podcast. And I'm like, uh, why would you tell I me that? I wouldn't either. <laughs> anyway. I wouldn't either. That's why we put the end at the beginning of this one, Artie. You got <laughs> tricked for this one. But I want you to know that I'm here for you on the back end of this episode. So she's but- constantly like, hey, so have are you willing to admit that you were wrong? And I'm like, no, no, you and I made a promise to each other that by, I think, November of this year, if, she, if a baby doesn't come then I can admit that I'm wrong officially. But I do think that I'm probably wrong. Um, it saddens me for sure to be wrong about that. I'm still holding out for my other Janon that um, Becca and Emmanuel are together. That would be tight as fuck. But I do think that, um, I do think that Nick and uh, Natalie might be getting married this summer at BIP. Seriously? Yeah, that's my new one is I think they're getting married at BIP. Um, so go ahead and put that in your YouTube videos. Damn. Because people, I don't know if you noticed, people were, people were taking a lot of my, like, random bullshit in the last couple weeks and putting in, like, articles and blogs and, like, this one, um, (laughs) no, this is why, okay, (laughs) this brings us to, if you are interested in the rantings and ravings of this beautiful, wonderful, absolutely insane woman. You can get more of them in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. But basically, this is all to say we're doing housekeeping. Um, if you didn't hear us last week, um, I hope you'll hear it at some point. Uh, we <laughs> We have really... Um, Artie, I hope that you have shifted from a 10 to a 5 because, girl, you don't need to pay us any fucking money for this. What I'm saying is, like, we recently redid our Patreon. Um, We are redoing it so that we have the ability to keep going for the next nine months. Um, We had a lot of, like, wonderful dreams for ourselves, but, like, we still have jobs. Um... It's just not feasible for us to do one billion things a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want you to pay us for one billion things a month either. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you something once a month, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a one of Jenna's 
crazy thought out um, 50 minute rants about why mm-hmm. um, Nick Vial's girlfriend is pregnant mm-hmm. maybe a few times a year or <laughs> <laughs> or just like um, a, a conversation episode. between us. Yeah. An interview with somebody that we love, that you guys love. We're, we're thinking about some fun ones in the future. And then also we're like, or a fun live that is just with the Patreon folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then also the new fun feature that we mentioned last week is that you get access to the um, date card pod Finsta. And um, that's where we're going to, you'll get like extra things or just, you know. Where I'll feel more safe to be <laughs> a little bit more, a little more uh, A little more Jenna, and I will feel a little bit more safe to just exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just excited to go on this journey of love and get mad about other random things and cry and scream and fart. Cry, scream, fart. That's that's the point of this whole show, right? <laughs> Why the fuck else am I here? <laughs> um, yeah, I love you. I love y'all. I love you too. We're all gonna figure it out together. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We did it. Happy seven seven season starter. Love you. Oh my god, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Date Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a Smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're, like, pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.